morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. family. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. I am excited to be hosting today. Today is Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Today we have stories in sports, entertainment, gaming, and style. So joining me today, uh, we'll start over here in gaming. The one, the only, Sir Elton Jones. Elton, how are we doing? Having a glorious day, Bo. I know today is the day that Saints Row comes out. It's getting less than stellar reviews, but, you know, I reviewed it myself. I had a little bit of enjoyment with it, so just hoping to see how everyone else reacts to it when they get it in their hands. It sounds like you're enjoying it more than most people from what I'm hearing about Saints Row. Yeah, I like really dumb fun. Okay. But it's like, I don't know, the glitches and just it's not as clean as it should have been, but, you know... This is the update culture. You put it out, it's messed up at first, then you update it over time, then it comes up to par. It's a, it's a different era in gaming. We also have a story over in style. So also joining us, we got three today. The one, the only, Charlie Colbrenner. Charlie, how was your Monday? Charlie Colbrenner, style editor, checking in. I know that you asked me a question. I just made <laughs> the whole thing, like, right, Charlie? I like that bit. Charlie Colbrenner, sty- style editor slash senior editor, checking in here. Um, good, man. Good day. We got a lot of, we do our pitch meetings on Mondays. Got to brainstorm a lot of good stuff for the next couple of weeks. It's fun profiles. Good day. For people that don't know, Charlie has been promoted to a new position within 1.37 p.m. So if you sense that there's been this dynamic right. that's changed on the show, that Charlie is now our superior and our boss, mm-hmm. you might you might hear us kissing his ass a little bit more. I would also say, Bo, that in my mind, you sort of being mandated as like in charge of 7.31 a.m., I think you're my boss now is sort of how I feel about 7.31 a.m. Oh, yeah, because like when we're recording, right. you're in my jurisdiction right. right. now. So- Right. I guess so I'm a when, peon compared to you two then, right? Well, I mean, it's, I know that right now Bo's my boss, and outside of this, I'm the senior editor, so I, 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 I'm just giving you the numbers. I'm not going to do the math. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, Charlie Elton, I'm excited to do the show today. We're going to start today's show by saying happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. Um, obviously, this one's going to stir up a lot of, lot of different emotions, but uh, pretty cool work here from J.L. Rucker family member at 7.31 a.m. She's got a story about the best Kobe Bryant sneakers live on the website right now. And Charlie, you were saying that she killed this thing. It's thorough. It's badass. I'm super stoked uh, to check that one out. Uh, We're also going to say on this day in 1998, that 70s show debuted on Fox. And Charlie, I know that this really excites you, but it's pretty wild to consider. That if you were to create this show today, that 70s show, under the same era of nostalgia, it would be called that 2000s show, mm. right? Like, you were, Charlie, you were saying that the 70s were not that much earlier than the 90s. That 70s show released in 1998, and the first episode takes place in 1976, and that's 22 years prior, and now it's 2022, then minus 20 years, and that's 2000. And, um, that's just crazy. I don't know. I think the 2000s are so recent. Where in the 90s, I guess the 70s were also pretty recent. I just feel like for people who started watching that 70s show in the early 2000s, you must have viewed the 70s as like, dang, this is old. But it, um, 2000s seems so recent to me. There's you have another fun fact though about it, right? Aren't they actually making a, a sequel show? Ashton Kutcher and Mila are both involved in the remake of the show. I don't know. Like they haven't started 
filming so i don't like we don't have any like first looks but i know that ashton and mila both agreed to come back and they kind of did it together and made that decision as a power couple uh like they are also mila kunis friend of the vayner family i know she's deep into the nft game as well right charlie absolutely yeah mila's around mila has a couple of nft projects i believe and is very close gary's very close with both of them so it's definitely um she's definitely part of the vayner family very very cool all right let's head on over into sports sports where it was actually a pretty light day kind of in the sports world bryce harper will be returning for his rehab stint as he tries to return from injury that kind of made news a little bit we got some more details and information on tiger woods being on the cover of pga tour 2k23 but i think the story that caught my attention most on monday was that over the weekend tom hardy won a jujitsu tournament so Tom Hardy trained in MMA really intensely for his role in the movie Warrior, and then he followed up that movie with his role as Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. So he kind of knew that he was going to have these like action-heavy, stunt-heavy roles and projects coming up. So he got deep into the MMA game, and there's great footage of him training and sparring with like real gyms, like not taking it lightly, taking it super, super seriously. Well, over the weekend, Hardy participated in a jiu-jitsu tournament and i actually saw some of the footage he's unbelievable and in the final match of the tournament he wins gold by nearly breaking the arm of his opponent this guy is legit this is no steven seagal bullshit (laughs) this is no you know fugazi fugazi hollywood nonsense we'll now move on over into entertainment where movie pass is back Entertainment. On Labor Day, the iconic, legendary movie pass is coming back. Some of y'all might remember back in like 2016 to 2019, movie pass was undefeated. Charlie Elton, did either of you have movie pass? Movie pass is the funniest example in history of an idea that how did they not think it through? Um, yeah, I did have it briefly in that summer. I feel like there was that summer where it like really blew up because I, I I didn't realize that it had been around since 2016. I think it was either 2018 or 2019. Everybody was watching movies effectively for free. And we were all like, we were all like, how are they doing this? And then it came out like the way that they're doing it is that it's not a profitable business is that it's um is that they're giving away free. Is that you're paying? What is it? How much was it? $15 a month, $10 a month. It So it was $10 a month and you could see an unlimited number of movies. I believe it was like one movie a day was the was the gist of it. So they were just banking on people like not going to see movies. Elton, you a uh, you a uh, member of Movie Pass back in the day? I regret not signing up for it. I was at the height of my just naivete and just not believing anything and just being like, oh, this is so good to be true. This is BS. <laughs> Meanwhile, all my friends are like, bro, we're going to see a movie every day, every week, every month for free. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Oh, how I regret that choice, Bo. Sure, sure, sure. Well, so the service is coming back. It's back. It's going to be in a slightly different format. It's going to be based in tiers. The price ranges are going to be between uh, $10 a month, $20 a month, $30 a month. And then each of those options are going to give you like credits to see a certain number of movies. Here's the big one though. There will be no unlimited viewing option for the system's new beta version. So there will be no world in which we perceive that people will be able to see an unlimited number of movies a month. That will be the big deal. 
And then Sunday night, staying in entertainment, House of the Dragon was HBO's biggest premiere ever. It's safe to say that the idea that there was no appetite for more Game of Thrones content has been proven false because the spinoff, House of the Dragon, dropped on Sunday and HBO announced that it was the biggest premiere ever across all of their platforms, including HBO, HBO Max. The show has been generally well-received by critics and fans uh, who enjoyed the fresh take on the world of Westeros. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not buying back into House of Dragon until like episode five or six. Once everyone's like, dude, you can't miss it. It's Game of Thrones in their bag. You know, none, no more of that season eight nonsense. Well, we will uh, now head on over into gaming where I will hand off the reins. Elton, we've got uh, some movies along the way in the gaming world. Talk to me. What's going on? Gaming. Yo, so Hollywood is on some like Scrooge McDuck-ish right now where they're just they're just diving into pools of money because video game adaptations are they're improving, they're getting better. You got the new Mortal Kombat, you got those uh both of those live action Sonic the Hedgehog films, and the Uncharted joint with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. All successes, right? So we just learned that three other games are set to get their big screen debut in the foreseeable future. Sega. They're working with a film production company called Picture Start to create movies for two franchises, like throwback retro franchises that have been on ice for far too long. Dreamcast game, Space Channel 5, and the Sega Genesis game, Comic Zone. I also peeped that Streets of Rage is also getting a movie that's being scripted by the guy that created the whole John Wick universe. I hope and pray it has some dope cinematography. It has to look like John Wick, people throwing hands. No guns, just uh, baseball bats and roast chicken on the ground. You know, old beat-em-up games back in the day. That's how, what they used to do. Oh, and by the way, PlayStation Productions, you know they're making a lot of like uh, TV and film adaptations like Twisted Metal and Ghost of Tsushima. They're making a Gravity Rush movie. It's going to be in conjunction with Scott Free Productions. That game is all about like this girl floating in midair with her cat and just throwing things at like black little demons is if it's the live action it's gonna flop if it's animated it's gonna be a bop so we'll see what happens with that very very cool elton thank you brother appreciate the work as always over in gaming and now we'll head on over into style charlie colbrenner what do you got adidas ceo i saw some trending stuff on twitter talk to me yeah, so the Adidas CEO, Casper Rorsted, um, is going to step down. It will go into effect in 2023. Apparently, him and the board mutually agree that this was the right choice. Um, they made the statement yesterday. Uh, this is interesting for a few reasons. The main thing that I think has been interesting about Adidas over the past few years is still to this day, Nike is the top sportswear company in uh, by, by a pretty wide margin. Um, but uh, since he was appointed in 2016, they did manage to narrow the gap a little bit. He made a couple of moves um, that people see as being valuable in that in that sort of race that they've had between each other. Um, one of the things that Adidas sold uh, Reebok, which was sort of I, I actually didn't really realize this as I was going into it, but Reebok was kind of a perennial underperformer for Adidas, like never was quite the mover that it needed to be. But then like for Nike and Adidas, both the past few years, COVID pandemic have been very difficult. So Adidas has been struggling a little bit lately, which is part of the decision um, to have Rorsted step down. We'll see. The Reebok thing is really interesting to me because Reebok, especially in the past like one or two years, has made some of the most interesting collaborations and small designs of any of the main sportswear brands. Like in my mind, Reebok right now is arguably the coolest of the sportswear brands. I just think that they they manage to do collabs with a lot of small designers and artists. So it's interesting because this is so silly of me that obviously Reebok does not make as much money as the other brands. But to me, like if we're talking just about vibes, about clout, Reebok is kind of the sickest one around. 
Um, yeah, we'll see. Now they're like looking for a new CEO. I think it's a tough gig, especially with Adidas and so many companies right now because of the pandemic sort of struggling. So nobody really blames him for what's going on with Adidas. He managed to narrow the gap with Nike in a big way and did a great job. So it's not like punitive that he's no longer the CEO. Um, just looking in a different direction. So I'm interested to see who uh, I don't really know what the CEO of a sportswear giant does. Like I know what creative directors do, um, but it's just like a business job, purely more business from a business standpoint. He did a pretty good job with some elements of it. Beautiful. Well, that is it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. Hop into our Discord. It's where you go. You be part of the family, part of this community. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.